What's going on guys? My name is Matthew Pfeiffer and thank you for tuning in to Toxic to Triumph. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about loving and trusting again after dealing with a toxic relationship. It's very common for people to completely shut themselves down after dealing with any form of betrayal trauma. So if that's if that sounds like something you've dealt with in the past or if you know anyone that has dealt with that, then this episode is for you. I remember early on in my own personal recovery from a toxic relationship being asked if I felt numb. And I told the person at the time that feeling numb would have been an improvement. And I did not have the words to describe how I felt at the time. But now looking back, the way that I felt at that time was that my heart was black. Not only was it black, but it was hard and it was also cold. And in a very strange and sick way, I preferred it that way. And I wanted to keep it that way. And the reason why was because as long as my heart was black, as long as it was cold, and as long as it was hard, there was no one else that was going to be able to hurt again. I know there's a lot of people that, I, that can identify with the way that I felt. You feel like you're a darker version of yourself. You feel like your heart is hard and your heart is dark and your heart is cold and you prefer for it to be that way because you don't want to go through the devastation again you don't want to go through the carnage again of dealing with a toxic relationship because in all reality because of the way that it happened you thought that everything was going to be fine you know you thought that possibly this person was the one for you you thought that you possibly were married to this person you in all reality you were betrayed, and you don't ever want to experience that type of betrayal again. So it becomes easier to just sit into this in this pain and this emptiness because in a very strange and sick way, to feel love again is to re-experience and reignite the devastation that you felt before. I tell people all the time that being in a toxic relationship or having experienced a toxic relationship, it's a very upside down world where in a very strange way to receive love again is to now experience pain because you don't believe that it's possible. You don't believe that it's real. It actually looks like an attack. On the surface, feeling love again when you're in this place feels like a setup. It doesn't feel real. It feels like a fake world. It's like uh, that movie that Jim Carrey was in several years ago, like The Truman Show. Like everything around you is just fake. Like the, that, that's not possible. That's not real. Right? That, that, that no one could be that genuine because in, 
even if you do allow for that person to come in and allow for them to come into your heart again, that it's just a matter of time before that devastating, that, that carnage that you experienced happens again. I know for some people, this doesn't just resonate with a romantic partner. It may have happened as a result of a romantic partner, but it, it's extended to members of your family. It's extended to your children. It's extended to uh, your coworkers, where even nice gestures don't seem genuine anymore. They seem and they feel like an attack because it feels like it's just a setup. It, feel, it feels like it's just a matter of time before this person flips. This is just their way of trying to get in. I know there's a lot of people that can relate to that, where you don't want to allow anyone close to you again. And not just romantic partners. It can be anyone. You just don't want anyone close. You don't want anyone near. Because this place, this abyss, this place of pain, in a very strange and sick way, has become comfortable to you. The problem with this place of pain, with your heart being black, with your heart being hard, with your heart being cold, is that eventually it becomes very lonely. It becomes very isolating. Right? And so you're placed in this position of do I face my fear and allow for someone else to come in and come close or do I stay in this place of loneliness? And for people who have been in this position, neither one of these are good options. So basically what the question actually is, is the risk worth the reward? Do I need to risk this damage and this devastation and the carnage that I went through all over again because I also don't want to be lonely? This thought process of state of loneliness or major risk is actually a myth. There's actually a third option that's available to you, right? And that third option is that the rules can change. And that's actually what needs to happen. Regardless if you choose to date again, regardless if you choose to love again, the rules of engagement have got to change. You need to become someone who has boundaries. You need to become someone who knows how to enforce those boundaries. And to better illustrate this point, I want to pause on talking about toxic, toxic relationships for a second. I want to bring out a point. So I remember when I was younger and when we would drop someone, a family member or a friend off at the airport, you could literally walk up to the gate. You didn't need a boarding pass. You didn't have to go through security that I, that I remember. Uh, you could literally just walk up to the gate and you could watch the person fly away. Well, we all know that the, that's no longer allowed anymore. And what's the reason for that? I mean, you can't even carry, um, you can't even carry water on, on a plane anymore, uh, let alone walking up to the gate. And we all know the reason why because of the devastation, the carnage that happened on September 11th. We all know the story. We all remember when it happened. We all remember when the planes went into the towers, when the um, plane crashed into the Pentagon, uh, one landed in the field. And we all remember that feeling, the feeling of fear, the feeling of, could this happen to me? 
There, there was a lot of people that would not fly after that, didn't fly for a long period of time after that. But we fly again. Some of you flew just this week to, to go visit family, may have flown across the country. Why is that? Why do we feel comfortable now, despite the devastation that happened then? It's because of this principle that I'm telling you about at the moment. The rules have changed, right? You can't just walk up to the gate anymore. You can't watch your family and friends fly away anymore. You can't carry drinks on anymore. You have to take your shoes off before you go through. The rules have changed. Their boundaries with TSA have changed. It's different, right? They don't just allow for anyone just to go through because of the devastation that has happened to them. Is it more inconvenient? Yes. Is it less fun because you can't just walk up to the gate to see your, to, to see your loved one off and things of that nature? Yes. But guess what? You feel safe. You've, we fly again. We don't have to worry about the devastation and the destruction that has happened. And it's not even so much that those people don't exist anymore. I'm sure that there, I mean, we all know that there's been planned attacks since then. We know that people have tried to get through, but they don't. And we feel safe. The same way that the rules have changed with the airports is the same way that the rules need to change with us. It's that we don't just allow for people to come close without going through the proper checkpoints. And that's what the problem was before. Right. They didn't they weren't properly vetted out. They didn't go through security, so to speak. They didn't go through the checkpoints. They didn't have the proper passes. They didn't take their shoes off. They didn't they didn't go through all the proper checkpoints the way that they needed to, which led to your version of 9-11. So why are we not allowed to walk up to the gate and why are we not allowed to bring drinks on the plane? We have to take our shoes off and go through security. It's because we don't want the devastation that we experienced before. We don't want to experience that fear again. And if you think about it, that's the same way that you feel in your personal life. You don't want to experience that devastation again. You don't want to experience the embarrassment again. Well, guess what? The rules need to change. At some point in time, you're going to have to allow for people to come in. You're going to have to allow for people to come close. But you don't need to experience the devastation again. The rules need to change. That's what needs to change. You don't have to put yourself at risk anymore, and you also don't have to be lonely anymore. The rules need to change. You're allowed to come close, but you have to go through the proper procedures. You have to go through the proper checkpoints. You can't just cross certain boundaries without, quote unquote, going through security, right? The same principles apply. As inconvenient as it is to go through all those checkpoints at the airport, we also don't want to experience that devastation. And the same way with you, you don't want to experience the devastation again. So I leave you with this. When the time is right, Change your rules, change your boundaries, start to reassess where you could start changing these rules and where you can start laying these boundaries and where you can start enforcing these boundaries and with whom. 
and how you're going to handle these situations. You know that these, you know that narcissistic people and toxic people exist because you've experienced the devastation. You don't have to experience it again. Change the rules, and even though you may allow some people to come close, right? You don't have to allow for everyone to come close, and you don't have to allow for the devastation to happen again because the rules have changed. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be releasing a new episode every single Monday. You can follow me on Instagram at Matt Pfeiffer Coaching, on Facebook, Matt Pfeiffer Coaching, and I will talk to you guys soon. Keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, yeah. Show the world you can fly, dream big.